Today is Tuesday, October the 7th, 2023, and welcome to episode 33 of Farm Wife Sexy Life with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia. Myself and my husband, Aaron, are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia. Oh, excuse me. In rural Southwest Virginia, who work every single day on being more self-sufficient and less relying on outside sources. This is from the food we eat, where we try to grow as much of our own vegetables and things like that. We're going to be moving into meat birds here soon. To the energy that we use, we're trying to go more towards solo, solar to our finances and getting as close to possible as debt-free living, which we are almost there. We are almost debt free we just have a few more weeks to go and we will be there we're so excited but today we'll talk about something that has been on my mind lately and that is building and setting up my stockpile on a tight budget so when i say stockpile i'm not just talking about food we've talked about building a working pantry it's me that is one thing and everybody should have work pantry but I'm also talking about your household stockpile, which every household needs to have. Not just the homestead, but every home. You need to have backups. You shouldn't be buying one time and not having a backup in case something were to happen or you couldn't get what you needed when you need it. Think of the toilet paper incident of 2020. <laughs> Who'd have ever thought <laughs> you couldn't get toilet paper? <laughs> that it still boggles the mind that you could not get toilet paper in 2020. That's Christmas ornaments centered around the fact that toilet paper was a hot commodity in 2020. I even know people who got it at um, like convenience stores and they paid astronomical prices for it. it was huge prices because it was scarce and you couldn't find it and I want us to think beyond just our toilet paper needs paper towel needs I want us to really look at how well we keep our home stocked with things we need to have on a day-to-day -day basis the things that are really important to you so got a few ideas and one of them I have not put into place yet but I'm going to but hear me out so again we're going to focus on sales we're going to really know the items that we need to have and that's like number one you need to know what you need I know for me a natural living household I need to have some things on hand I want to make sure I have plenty of baking soda coconut oil um, those sorts of things that I could use to make toothpaste or deodorant, all of those things that I need. I want to have a lot of that on hand. I can also use baking soda as a cleaner. I can use it to wash my hair. I already use it as a dry shampoo. So the, it's just natural for me to want to have that on hand at any given time and have a good stockpile of it. Salt is another one. You can use it as a cleaner. I will tell you, that if you have hard water, <laughs> it does not work very well in a, like a natural, the natural dish detergents don't work very well in like a dishwasher. Um, it actually etched my glass, so I was not very happy about that. So these are things I'm thinking about. What do I need to have? So I'm making my list. I want to make sure I have my natural cleaners that I like to buy, the ones I'm not making. Um, I do um, now 
because we have hardwood or we have the laminate flooring throughout the entire house and we have a little one I do like to use something a little bit stronger than vinegar to make sure my floors are really clean because she can eat off the floors um just because she's a little one it's what they do just prepare for it so I like to use something a little bit stronger but still natural than just plain vinegar and you know I want to make sure I have enough of that on hand how do I get it I get it when it's on sale the best sale I saw was on Amazon I got three bottles for the price of one <laughs> thought it was an amazing deal so we went with that so I'm gonna stock up on it when I have a good deal I'm gonna have my list written down write it down what you want and I would keep your list to a minimum you don't need 50 items on this household list you're looking for the things that will keep your household running and there's some things out there that might be nice, but you're looking for necessities. What you what you can use, and you want to have as few ingredients as possible that if you can use them in versatile ways. Look at baking soda. You can clean with baking soda. You can brush your teeth with baking soda. You can make deodorant with baking soda. You can wash your hair with baking soda. You can cook with baking soda. So baking soda is all around one of the best products out there that you should have stockpiled in your home. So limit your items. Make sure you don't have too many items on hand. You want to make sure that you have the items that are versatile. You can change them, change them up, use them in different ways. Um, a lot of natural things you can use for cooking and for cleaning or for other things that you need to use it for. Hair care, skin care. Think outside the box and really look at what your future and long-term goals are. Be realistic. If you have a hundred items on this list, it's going to be impossible for you to manage and keep up with them. It really is. It is not going to be practical by any means. Um, you really need to think about what really works. Start doing your own research, looking things up, looking for what works for you. I know for me, I love certain things i absolutely love them i love having like i've said it already baking soda um i think it's one of the best things out there but a lot of people might not like it because it does irritate your skin especially using it like as um something you put on your skin like as deodorant or anything like that. it will irritate your skin i know that because it irritates mine but I kind of sort of deal with it. It makes your hair very, your scalp feel very dry because it pulls oils away from your head. So when I put it in, I feel very, my skin feels very tight. Um, but I've kind of grown used to it and I'm, I'm okay with it because it's not really done anything bad to my skin. But some people might not be able to handle that. So they need to find an alternative that works better for them. I've heard of some people using cornstarch only. Is that an option for you? Now, I don't know if cornstarch is a very good cleaner. I would think not. But you can use it for cooking. You can use it for your hair as dry shampoo. So, it does have a lot of options. And really focus on narrowing down the amount of products that you use. So, if you're anything like I was, you had a whole shelf full of hair products. You had a whole shelf full of makeup. And I still have a whole shelf full of lotion. Like, I, I do. And I'm, I'm working through it, but it's going to take me years to work through all the lotions that I have. And that's okay. I'm going to use them up. Use them up, and then I'm going to switch to homemade. But I have a whole bunch right now. So, because it's taking 
me so long to work through these and the makeup I just threw away because I didn't want the chemicals in my body. I wasn't wearing makeup so I was like okay I'll just toss it. I have a little bit of natural makeup that I keep. It's a very small amount and that's all I'm going to keep. I'm not going to have a huge amount of anything anymore because I don't see the point. Um, so I've limited how much stuff I have. Hair stuff, the same thing. I used to have 10 to 15 products at any given time of hair stuff. And I've really tried to narrow that down to just a few small items because I don't need all of this stuff. And it actually is probably worse for my hair that I had all this stuff because of all the chemicals and just the natural damage it was doing to my hair because I was using all of this stuff that I was buying from the store trying to achieve the results I wanted. And now I'm just sticking to one natural product. And I, I'm using it on me and the baby because she needs something to kind of help keep her hair from getting in her eyes. So we're using it on both of us. And instead of me having 10 to 15 products in one time, I only have one. It's working out pretty well. So really focus on building items, you know, your stockpile of items that work for you have a limited list and now we're going to really work on building up how much you have of those items when you when you run out now you're going to focus on sales if you can where you can you're going to know your items you're going to know the prices what's the best price for a 15 pound bag of baking soda you're going to need to know that kind of like you do with groceries your price book should not just be limited to the food you eat. You better have a price book for the things that you need in your home. That's important too. So shampoos, soaps, um, if you like to use Castile soap, which we will eventually be, that'll be the main soap that we will use. I want to have a really good stockpile of it. I don't like running out of shampoo, conditioner, soaps. I, I just don't. I'm not built that way. I like having a good stockpile of these several months in advance. Same thing with like trash bags. I don't like having just a box of trash bags. And when I get to the last one, I'm like, oh no, I got to go to the store and get another box of trash bags. I always want to be at least two ahead on the trash bags. So that way when I get to one ahead, I can go ahead and get another one to replace it. And try to find it at the best price possible. Plus get a brand that I like. So... How do I plan on building this stockpile better than what I have so far? We do really well, and I've done really well with a lot of different items, but there are some items that I'm buying now that I didn't used to buy, like dishwashing powders, <laughs> that I'm not really feeling good about how much I have on hand. Now, I just bought some, and I have a new thing of it, and I can make it homemade, but like I said before, I made it homemade, and it ruined it well it didn't ruin i can still use the dishes but you can tell something wasn't right and it was because of the hard water so i tried doing one for hard water and it didn't really help i didn't see that they were getting clean instead they were feeling really rough on the outsides and kind of just they just weren't doing a very good job so i went back to the um, natural brand that we were buying when we first started and I'm much happier. But I always want to be at minimum one ahead on this. And I think I can make it last me 200 loads versus the 100 loads that it says to do. Because I've cut it in half. Maybe even a third of what they're telling me to use. 
so I can get it to last two to three hundred loads. If I'm running a load every other day, that's, you know, a year's worth of dishwasher detergent. Well, I want to push that to two years. So I want to make sure I always have two years worth on hand. Doesn't take up that much room. It's a little container. Goes in my cabinet. I have it when I need it. But how am I going to build this? Especially when we're trying to be really frugal and our budget is tight because we're trying to pay off debt and our budget's going to get tighter next year because we have goals that we want to get to, some really, really big goals, and we're going to make sure we hit them by being debt-free. So right now, we got a bit of a windfall. We got a little bit of cash um, because of the state we live in. So we're going to take a little bit of the money, get a fourth of that money, $100, and I'm going to stock up on a few essential items. Just a few. Not a lot. A handful. So it's probably going to be like five or six items that I'm going to get ahead on. And I'm going to put those up so I have at least one ahead. And that way whenever I get down to just having one, I can buy another one. Because I use so little of these items that it doesn't really matter. So we're talking if I have um, what you're washing powders. Anything like that that you're using a tiny amount of, have one on, an extra one on hand. It does not hurt. Castile soap. I feel like it's such a good thing to have because you can water it down. It's still good. So I really, really like having that on hand. Um, plus some natural bar soap. I would like to get a little bit more of that. So I'm going to get a little bit of a stockpile and then I'm going to create a system where I'm staying ahead of my stockpiles. So I'm going to make a list and I'm going to prioritize this list based on our needs. So what do I feel like I need to have on my list of household items that are important to me to make sure we always are ahead, if not overstocked, very well stocked on. So we're going to use baking soda, maybe alcohol, because you can never have too much alcohol. Um, on like Not drinking alcohol, but for, you know, medical purposes that you can also use it for like cleaning your mushroom tents and things like that. So I like to have plenty of the alcohol on hand for cleaning purposes because it will kill a lot. You, I know a lot of people use it to clean their freeze dryers. I do not, but I know you can. Hydrogen peroxide is another great thing if that's on your list. Vinegar. Vinegar is a great one to have on the list because I would, I love being six, seven, ten jugs of vinegar ahead. Not like one or two. I, I like having quite a bit because when I need to use it, I tend to use quite a bit of it. So having that vinegar on hand, on stock, just gives me a good feeling and a sense of peace because I know I have it. I can use it for pickling, use it for cooking, I can use it for cleaning, I can use it for anything that I need to use it for. I can use it outdoor to kill weeds. All of those things, vinegar is so handy to have. Um... Like I said, my dishwasher powders. I'm going to make sure I'm ahead on those. So I'm going to make this list. I'm going to prioritize it by need. And then every single month, I'm going to take one of those items and I'm going to set a budget based on the item. So if it's baking soda, I want to say when I bought the baking soda on Amazon, I think I got like 40 
45 pounds for, for like 20 $30, something like that, which I felt like was a really good price. It was the cheapest I could find it. So I will set my budget for this at like $30 for baking soda. And that's what I'm going to spend. And I'm going to wait for that deal to come across and I'm going to get it. If it is um, dishwasher detergent, $30, I'll be a little bit under because the dishwasher detergent was like $27. So I'm going to have my price book in my head. I'm going to know what I've spent in the past, what I've spent in the future. What I'm also doing is I'm building a really good stockpile where I pay today's prices versus tomorrow's. So I'm not desperate if I need it, you know, because I'm going to be able to watch for those sales. And once I have a really good stockpile, I can just have these items on a watch list, wait for them to go on sale get another one to make sure my stockpile is staying full and keep adding to it and building it up. And I'm going to feel, you know, I feel like this is the most frugal way for me to really approach this and attack it. Because um, if you feel like full toilet paper is something you need to put on here, it's also another really good one. I tend to watch for toilet paper to go on sale at my grocery store. I can get it cheaper at my grocery store. So before I used to get it, before 2020, we used to get it at $4 for a pack at our grocery store, which was a great deal. Um, even back then, name brand, we always got it for $4. I would get the limit and I always had a really good stockpile. I never really haven't had a good stockpile of toilet paper. It's always been one of those things that when I catch it on sale, I buy it and we always have it. Um, it's what I've been doing now. Now it's $5. And there was a time, was say probably nine months to a year where it was not on sale at all. You couldn't find it on sale. Um, we were okay. We had plenty. We were going to our Dollar General when we needed some. And you could still get it for $5 there. But it was never a sale at the grocery store. So I always kind of watch when it goes on sale, I get the limit if it's the brand that we like. And we have our brands that we like. And I always have that on hand for us for future use. Plus, I have what I have built up over the past little bit in, you know, storage for future use. It's just one of those things that you really want to look and think at. Dish soap is another really good example. I can tell you, I experienced dish soap not being available. Like, there was none. And we were you go to Walmart or any other store and you would see it, no just soap at all. And that was a bit worrisome because it was always something that, yeah, I would buy two at a time. But I was never building like a just soap stockpile. I was always just using what I had and replacing it in a couple of months when I needed to. So that was kind of opening for me because I want to, you want to make sure your dishes are clean. <laughs> You can wash with water. You can do baking soda. You can. But <coughs> it's different. It is different. You want the dish soap. Um, I know because I use baking soda on my cast, uh, on my enameled cast iron. And it, it feels different compared to when you take the dish soap on it afterwards. It feels a lot cleaner. It doesn't get the slickness that that baking soda has on it. And so that's just one of the other items that you need to possibly think about adding to your list. My list is on the smaller side. 
I would say. A lot of people say it's bigger, but I feel like it's small. Um, because it's only got a handful of items on it that I really feel like if something were to happen, I could really make do with these items and I would be okay. Um, there are some things that like, I would stockpile up to a certain point and then I would sort of stop until, you know, I get past one. So I'd like have five gallons of bleach. Well, if I got down to four gallons, I'd probably buy the one gallon to replace the four to keep me at five gallons at any time. But I don't feel like I need as much bleach as I would vinegar or other things. Bleach is always a good thing to have on hand, especially if you have a possibility of dealing with mold or anything like that. But these other items are more in line with the type of life we want to live, the lifestyle we want to live, and more in line with how I live every day. Um, so you might be listening and you're like, okay, you're going to buy all this stuff. Well, where are you going to put all this stuff? Well, when we remodeled our home, I really remodeled it with the thought that I want space to put my stuff and I want space to put my stockpiles because I got very, very frustrated and very, very tired of having nowhere to put the things that I needed to have um, on hand or they'd have to go in the basement and things like that. So we've actually built storage into our our house remodel so that it works for my type of a functioning home as well as our working homestead. But a lot of people might not have that luxury and I totally get that. I totally get that. This is something you have to take into consideration. You really need to prioritize what is most important for you to have on hand. You really, really do. But you can find space. If you are able to, look at getting risers for your bed. Lift up your bed. Get the things on wheels. They have these, like, Amazon had them. They're not very expensive. Um, or you can put them on, like, an old dresser drawer. Get the little caster wheels. Put caster wheels on an old dresser drawer. You can pull it out. You can put your baking soda. Um, I would probably put it in, like, some sort of a, a, another baggie just to make sure like no moisture at all can get in there. Not that it will go bad, but you just, when you need it, you kind of want it soft. <laughs> um, you could put them underneath beds. You could put them into closets. You can even put up shelving in your kitchen. This is a really common thing. A lot of homesteads have shelving, open shelving out, like metal shelving in their homes. It's not my style. It's not my aesthetic, but a lot of people have it and they're okay with it. And that might be something that will work for you. I mean, I was looking at it. <laughs> I really was. Because I needed space and I didn't have it. And if we hadn't remodeled the house the way we did, I probably would have went that way. I really would have. I, we even looked at turning our wall of cabinets, putting a whole wall back there, and actually turning that <laughs> into a huge walk-in pantry. Um, that was a discussion. And... I was really tempted to do that because I was just so frustrated with the lack of space that I had. And while I'm glad we didn't go that route and it really worked out to our benefit the way we did update the house, I do understand space is an issue. So look and get creative and go vertical if you can. Um, underneath stairwells is a great place. Um, 
like you do with your food, but you need to make sure you're not just looking at stockpiling food. You're also stockpiling a few of these other day-to-day -day necessities um, just so you have it in case we do have another shipping <laughs> and, you know, crisis where you can't get the items you need, like a bottle of just soap. You might have to, you know, just get like one of the cheap bottles or two of the cheap bottles just to have on hand underneath your kitchen sink because if something were to happen, it doesn't go bad. And that's the thing. When you're building a stockpile, you need to have your food to where you can rotate it because it needs to rotate through. But most of this other stuff has a super long shelf life and it isn't going to go bad. Toilet paper's not going to go bad. It might eventually disintegrate. But I think we got a really, really long time before that happens. Unless you get it wet or something happens. But if it's stored in good conditions and you leave it in the plastic, it should be okay. So having a couple of these things, even if you have a small amount of space, you should have a few extra. If you have a large amount of space, you should be stocking up on these and doing it slowly surely so you have enough to take care of you and your family and I'm like not talking two weeks I'm talking about like six <laughs> six months I was watching one episode of something and she was like yeah this is two months of shampoo for my family two months of shampoo it's a huge amount it's the amount of shampoo I would use in a year I'm like well okay you're a big family and I understand space is a thing but you got all of these shelves all of these shelves I think I'd be buying some more. I, I really do. I think I would be buying some more. Um, I'd be making room for these things that are a little bit more vital and more important on my shelves versus some others. So it, it's just really figuring out what system works best for you. I tend to like to be overstocked versus understocked. It does drive Aaron crazy. But, you know, after... After 2020, after we couldn't find things that we needed, after the formula crisis of 2021, 2022, it really came to light that, you know what, maybe stockpiling a few of these items a little bit more than what I would want to isn't really a bad thing. Maybe there's a reason Julia feels this need to do this um, because we were always able to make sure we were okay. We were always able to be just enough ahead, even like on dish soap where I might not have been great, but I was always just enough ahead that we were never without what we needed to keep us functioning. So that's really just one of the things you have to look at. And if you have other things like the Castile soap, you can use that to wash your dishes. Again, think versatility. But just think outside the box and don't limit your stockpile to your working pantry. Your working pantry is what you eat and live out of every single day. Your household stockpile, you're going to use it. And you're going to rotate it. But it's not going to be as fast as your working pantry. So you can take more time to build this, more time to slowly build it, Get as best seals as you can and really narrow and limit down your focus on what you have to have to keep your house functioning and moving in the way you need to move it. So what are your household stockpile items? I would love to hear um, if anybody else is as baking soda crazy as I 
Um, I just think it's such a versatile item. I really do. And I don't think it gets enough credit for what you can do with it. I really don't because it's one of the best, one of the best stockpile items you can have. It really is for any part of your stockpile for your food, to your home, to your personal care. It's just amazing. You don't even have to have coconut oil to mix with it to brush your teeth. You can do straight baking soda. I've done it. It ain't great. It doesn't really have a taste. It's not, not like got a terrible taste to it. It's not, not awful, but it's not great. But you can do it. You can make it work. Um, toothbrushes are another thing that you might want to stockpile. Make sure you have a good amount of those on hand at any given time. So just, just what do you, what do you stockpile? What are you keeping in hand for your household? What are your systems to try to get the best deal possible and not to do it frugally? Um, how are you making sure you're maintaining and keeping? I'd love to hear your ideas. Um, if you would like to hop on a call with me, um, do a podcast with me, you can email me at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. And thank you for joining me on Farm Wise Sexy Life, where we talk about why being the farm wife is a sexy life. And as always, thank you for joining me where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.